Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, and the Modler is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to the Pope. Fantastic to be here, Mug, and we've got a lot to talk about clearly in the week. It's been, but uh, I'll go back seven days and the amount of feedback I've got about Statsman's performance on the podcast last week, I've had people come up to me going, who is that bloke? And those who went to the Bucks party in April cannot believe it's the same person who wreaked havoc on the Gold Coast for three days. So <laughs> it took a bit of convincing that it's the same man, but um, thank you very much to the Statsman last week. It was a very impressive performance. And it's a big welcome to the program, to the modeler. What can you say about the stats man, modeler? I'm, I'm fortunate enough to work with him, so uh, I probably can't say too much, lest HR pull me in on uh, on Wednesday morning. <laughs> uh, very good. Well, we might as well talk to that straight away, Pope, because we had the Brownlow, of course, on Monday, and stats man put up a mammoth set for us. And... Um, and I know speaking to him um, around his results, I know he went at 20% pot. And, um, and if I know the stats, man, that would have been some decent turnover there as well. And, um, and I'm hoping that some of the listeners were able to benefit. Richard Drummond, who's a good friend of the program, he, he let me know that he had a couple of good, uh, good bets on the Brownlow, so he was quite happy. But some of the ones that got up, Pope, you, you might remember, he was quite bullish on Jeremy Cameron on the overs, over 18 and a half, and that one got up. Uh, Neil, perhaps lucky to get up there, uh, got one vote in the last round to get 28. So over 27 and a half got up. The Laird under 16 and a half was a pretty easy watch. That multi, uh, Jeremy Cameron, Merritt, Dunkley and JK from West Coast, uh, that one got up. So that was a nice little number of odds. Um, We had Noah Anderson for Group A, $10 shot. That one got up. We had, and the Prestia handicap, um, the, the spoils were shared there, but, uh, but that was still at odds and, and still, a, still a good bet. So we probably um, didn't fare so well on some of those teams numbers. So the Frio and Melbourne, um, oh, the Crows, we missed by half a point there. Um, so there was a couple of those ones that didn't fare so well for us. But I reckon if you had to listen to most of that and you had a better, you know, the way that Statsman was saying, uh, you would have ended up having a, a pretty good night. So, uh, yeah, you're right, Pope. Big, big well done to the stats man. And I know I had a lot of uh, uh, mates saying to me, um, great set from the stats man. Thank you very much. I did remind him of the collection tin, of course. And so you can go to the website and just give the collection tin a little shake. Um, that was met with the familiar uh, language in return. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it, was a, it was a good night uh, at the Brownlow. Boys, we better go back and just quickly review what was an amazing weekend, especially, it, well, in AFL on the Saturday, definitely. But uh, what happened over there in the NRL? Uh, two one-sided affairs. Unfortunately, Mug, you'd want one out of two, I think, to be a close contest at this time of year. And both were blowouts, but were probably... The upside is the preliminary finals are mouth-watering now, hopefully. So um, that's the upside. But, yes, you'd, you'd want at least one close context across two matches in finals time, I think. And, Modler, just on those uh, contests, uh, how about betting review for yourself? 
Yeah, uh, obviously a quite a weekend last weekend, but I uh, had para in the league. Uh, I think it's all 52 at the time and they covered quite easily. And then I think I tipped up the uh, Swannies as a bit of an edge um, as well. So uh, lucky to get it done in the end. But um, yeah, uh, hopefully, you know, if you took it head to head, you'd be uh, smiling come full time anyway. Absolutely, Pope. And I believe it was a full house for you, mate. How'd you go? Yeah, positive weekends for the wallets. Mug was on Parramatta, similar to the mother, and also like South Sands, 13 plus we were as well there. And that and that moved significantly across the weekend. So hopefully punters got the uh dollar eighty one, I think it was last Tuesday night. Then they got into about dollar sixty-five. So hopefully they got a, an early price. The listeners did there, Mug. Yeah, excellent betting, boys. Uh, great set uh, from you lads on the weekend. And uh, for myself and Statsman, we didn't actually end up putting anything up on the podcast for the games, um, but uh, we put put out on the email for the under in the Swans-Collingwood uh, game. And boy, gee, that was uh, that was not what I thought it was going to be. There was goals flying everywhere there. I think we needed 200 points in the end. So, um, so we missed out on the under there. I was a bit dark on myself that I didn't throw some bets down because <laughs> I, I got both my leans right. Um, but um, but that's the way it goes sometimes. Um, boys, did we see any bad beats over the weekend? Uh, well, as touched on, Mug, hard to find one in the league. But sport we don't talk about often on this podcast is rugby union. And <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if you're across it, but the Wallabies. Was, I watched that game, actually. What's the unlosable? I think everyone's a little bit perplexed as to whether it was a penalty or not, having a uh, complex sport and not, and we don't watch it too often, Mug, um, most of us. But uh, there's yeah, so a delay a game, which is quite ironic in rugby union to get penalised for delay a game. For that to go against you when. That's the uh, name of the game, away. isn't it, Pope? Yes, that's right. It um, sort of helps insomnia sometimes, that sport. But if you, for when you, all you have to really do is kick the ball out and retain possession from that point to. Lose from there, bad beat for the Wallabies. Absolutely. Yourself, Modler, did you see any bad beats? No, nothing really stands to mind. There's the obvious, uh, I guess, result in the Pies losing by a point, but they obviously weren't in it for most of the match. But, um, yeah, if you happen to take them in your futures or in the game or like myself, if you had them in the work Calcutta, then, um, yeah, no no good at the moment. Yeah, I think think you could feel – well, I I think the Pies – and I'm pretty sure they do still go in on the Monday and review the game. I think, I think they would look at that and think of a lot of missed opportunities. Uh, well, not even missed opportunities, but bad defensive efforts. I actually thought there was quite a few early in the game where the Swans tools in particular basically took uncontested marks at the top of the goal square, Buddy and Sam Reed, um, without even a body a couple of times. Um, that goal that Warner kicked from the boundary, I mean, just ran around a guy, snapped. And I just thought there was probably about three or four really easy goals that the Pies gave up. And yeah, geez, you know, when, when the game gets that close, um, you sort of go back and think about all those moments. And um, yeah, I think they'll be pretty disappointed with that. I think bad beat boys, if you're on that uh, kneel under uh, with, with one round to go, I, I think uh, I think you're probably a little bit harshly done by he still was top-rated player on the ground, but quite often we see all three votes go to uh, the dominant team winning by 10 goals, and that was Melbourne in that last game. So, 
Yeah, maybe uh, you could feel a little bit stiff on that one. We were on the over, of course, so we were quite happy about that. Um, but uh, they were maybe my bad beats uh, for the weekend. All right, fellas, uh, still plenty to discuss. We're going to get uh, into prelim round for NRL. Then we're going to talk grand final. And then we've got plenty to talk about, about the Norm Smith and uh, we've also got some prop betting uh, in the grand final as well with some uh, disposals discussions. So, guys, plenty to talk about as always. Really looking forward to the discussion as always and uh, and can't wait to get into these prelim NRL games. So uh, let's do that straight away, boys. Uh, let me get in here. It's the NRL, not the NFL. Um, Pope, first up, your Cowboys taking on the Parramatta Eels Friday night up at Townsville, $1.70 here, $2.18 back the other way. Line is the $1.90 classic two and a half. Where are we playing here? Yeah, I'd like to be back in my position most of the year and say Cowboys see a mug, but I think Parramatta are a bet at this price. Really? Yeah, I... um, I'd have this pretty close to pick, to be honest. Even though okay. it's up there, like they are, they're an informed team. Parramatta, they spoke most year about them being inconsistent, but the last six to seven weeks, they've been good. Touched on last week, even though they lost against Penrith in week one of the finals, they they didn't come away losing too many supporters in that one, with the context of losing Moses as well. So, I think they're they're a bet in this one. I think they're the better team, and I think they just got too much for the Cowboys. And conversely, the the Cowboys since Origin have been pretty up and down, haven't really beaten anybody. So this is a bit of a jury out still, despite getting a home prelim for the Cowboys. I, I think Parramatta's just playing too well and, and got too much for them, despite having to travel up to Townsville, unfortunately. So I'm on Parramatta here. And um, I think come preliminary final weekend, you've touched on this in recent weeks, Mug, you could have a bit of 13 plus, mainly on the provision as much as anything. If uh, it gets away a little bit, then the team that's ahead can go on with it quite comfortably. Yeah. Okay. Good shout, uh, Pope. And um, Modler, um, were you happy with Moses's comeback on the weekend? And um, and and your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think he he did enough. He's he's probably been aligned with us in the past, and he sort of came back and you know came in reasonably well, given he, he missed a bit. Um, unfortunately, not going to line up with Pope here. I've almost got a lean to power. I've got them at 220, so not quite a uh, bet at the 218 at the moment. Um, but, yeah, I guess I might wait and see what happens uh, with Price on that one and, and might have it a, a play later in the week. Yeah, okay. And, guys, big game. Is there any notable, like, how's the health of the squads? Have we got most of the t- uh, big players in? Uh, anyone significant missing? We In this game, we're fine. Mug, yeah. uh very topical for the next game, probably, but in this one, everyone's mainly got a clean bill of health. There's, there's a question mark over a centre for Tom Opacek for Parramatta, but he's fairly easily replaced if he is a late scratching or a, a scratching throughout the course of the week. Yep. Okay. And just quickly before we go to the next game, Pope, any feeling either way around the points? Probably over, if uh, if anything. Yeah, I... Um, the thought process will go in a little bit more in the next game, but um, a dryish Townsville Knights. I know, I know it's finals and things in theory tighten up, but I still think um, the atmosphere or the the pitch itself and warm weather up there. I think that drives points in itself. So I'd lean overs at the forty-two and a half mug. 
And is that a bet for you, Pope, or is that just a lean? Uh, just a lean in this one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, mate. Um, next game, Saturday night, the all-conquering Panthers and uh, the Rabbitohs, uh, who are uh, they're putting it together. Uh, they've got a bit of momentum behind them now. Um, we know the story. Uh, we've seen it many times before. But they could be uh, running into different gravy here, Pope. Uh, Penrith Panther, Panthers are $1.36. The Souths, three twenty, dollars So a decent price. Eight and a half the line. Uh, the juicier uh, side of that, $1.95 with the Panthers and uh, $1.85 with the Souths. Pope, talk to us. Yeah, a few layers to this one, Mug. Uh, the, the main one that you might overlook when you look at it, Look at Penrith v South. Is this will fundamentally be a South home game? This is a, a core stadium, South home ground, and they have a big supporter base. So I think you'll find it's a pro South crowd, which is always beneficial. So that's worth factoring into the equation as well. And there's a there's a bit of a backdrop of these two playing each other in recent years at this time of year. Like they sneakily played each other quite a bit in September. Played twice last year. I think Penrith are knocked. South the finals last three years, so there's, there's a bit of history here to work from. Um, this is really this. I found this tricky, really tricky. Like the points on offer, as you say, South going really well, eight and a half on your side is attractive. But the one thing that they do seem to have going to the South is they're carrying a few injuries. So, and I think if you're going to beat Penrith, you need health. So them not having that, that's a big deterrent for me. Um, I'd almost stay away from the minus eight and a half and find something bigger here. If you were having just one bet in this game, I'd find Penrith at 19 plus or something. I think similar theory, if Penrith were to win, they can go on with this and really put the foot down um, against an opposition whose season might be over if it got to that point. So if it was uh, just a one bet strategy here, I'd be Penrith 19 plus here, Mug. Okay. Um, and uh, is that a bet you would be having personally, Pope, or you would just lean that way or? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be having 19 plus. I'll probably have half a unit there and um, a unit on the minus eight and a half with that in mind as well. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. So solid uh, solid play there from the Pope. Modler, can we line up? No, I'm going to be uh, pretty much the only opposed here. I'm definitely on south here. I've got them rated about 275. So, yeah, keen to, to play into the 320, I think, at, at Toppy at the moment. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's going to be interesting sort of how Penrith come out they've obviously got a really good squad but they've had a bit of a disjointed run into the finals like Cleary's played I think one game in the last two months maybe and I think Luai's sort of missed a bit as well so sort of how they come in it took them a bit to get started against Parramatta um you know it was not to the second half sort of halfway through the second half when they started to to get on top um so it'll be interesting to see how how that sort of rolls over into this game here um but yeah at at this stage definitely like and sounds and how do you bet here, Modler? What sort of breakdown of your uh, stake uh, do you have here, head-to-head, line, etc.? Yeah, probably if I was just looking at head-to-head line, I'd probably be somewhere, probably like 70-30 uh, line, head-to-head. Yeah, kind of but you, you'll have a little cheeky on the 13-plus two for, for South? Yeah, yeah. If I yeah, I, personally, I probably would. Uh, yeah, yep. sort of the, the bigger the price, the less I'm having on it. But yeah, yeah, okay. All right, o- awesome, fellas. And uh, I know a lot of our AFL punters and... Uh, Boys, I've probably been in this situation myself over the years where you are you have a fair crack uh, through the day in the AFL and things tend to roll into the evening and uh, you're uh, having a joyous time and the beer's flown and there's a game on in the background and you think, oh, who am I going to back? 
<laughs> you're keen to keep the party going. <laughs> so hopefully our AFL listeners have, uh, have had a good listen to that and uh, they can decide if they're siding with the modeler or going with the Pope. Um, just on that one, boys, uh, any, uh, or Pope, any um, totals in this game? Yeah, it's going to be a little bit conflicting to backing the team 19 plus, but I'd be on the unders in this one. I, I see that, t- that number's dropped to um, a point already today, mugged down at 41 and a half. So I'd probably get that pretty early as well. I think I am on, I do like, have to say the 19 plus, but I think there's a big enough middle ground that you can still find it there at the under 41 and a half. There is a bit of weather in Sydney, so I can see that total dropping further as the week goes on. So I'd, I'd probably recommend getting on sooner rather than later because I don't think that will go back up towards 42. Yep. Okay. And uh, so that's a bet, Pope, under 41 and a half? Yep. That's a bet as well. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Pope, any other, um, I guess, futures machinations or props or anything like that, that sort of uh, you thought, Ooh, I must uh, tell the listeners about that. Yeah. I'll give you one out of left field here. It's a dual first try score strategy in this game. Mugs. I have a little bit of one, little bit of player A, a little bit of player B. And that's Stephen Crichton and Brian Tuttle. Not the, not huge, huge first try score prices, but you still get, around the uh, $8 mark for Toho and probably about $13, $15 for, for Crichton here. I think, touched on before, Seahs are carrying a couple of injuries and the players in question are on their left defensive side. So I think you'll find Nathan will target that early through various means and test them out. And that will open a window, the way I see it, or potentially open the door for either Crichton or Toho or both to score. So I think have one of those at the big price, um, especially when you've had a skin full by 8 o'clock Saturday nights. You're <laughs> looking for a double-figure shot, aren't you, Mug? Yes, certainly. Uh, I don't think that'll be me this year. I've, I've actually had uh, a couple of pretty quiet uh, COVID uh, uh, years, and I think I'm going to have another quiet one this year. So uh, probably won't be me. But, mate, I'll be betting on that regardless. So, uh, so I'll be betting into that one for sure. All right, boys, thank you very much for the NRL chat. That is fantastic. Let's talk the big one. The AFL grand final is upon us and we've ended up with the Cats and the Swans. Uh, the Cats, $1.51 and they've sort of been sliding down. I think we might have got some $1.60 uh, in some places at the opener. So we're down at $1.51 now and uh, Swanee's out to two sixty-two, twelve and a half the line. I think I think we might have had some eight and a half in places uh, on the open as well. Um, so we're out to 12 and a half. So all the money it appears is for the cats. Um, what do I think? Well, my number Pope is at 14. Um, so that's, uh, and that's without, that's, that's with the players uh, as they were on the weekend. So homes out, you know, uh, one, maybe two uh, read out. Uh, I think I don't, I don't really rate, Reed is a is a great player, but structurally I think he's been pretty important for them. So I think if he's out, he's at least two, and um, and it's sort of seeming like Reed is going to be out and Holmes maybe playing. So um, that probably takes me up to sixteen. So boys, I, I could only be on the Cats. I, I I just cannot come at the Swans, which is a little bit. Uh, yeah, I would have liked to have been on the big, bigger number, but I just can't do it. My numbers are all over the Cats. And also, I've, I was actually a bit concerned for the Swans 
in that last quarter. I know the Pies have done that to some really good teams, but I just felt on the big stage, the Swans really panicked under pressure and, um, and there's going to be a hell of a lot more pressure on Saturday and, uh, and you're coming up against a really experienced um, Geelong team. And um, I have a feeling that if things get tight, that uh, Geelong might just handle that moment a little bit better. So my numbers uh, say Geelong, um, my gut says Geelong about, you know, the occasion. And uh, I think it's Geelong, Geelong, Geelong. So do I want to play at the 12 and a half? Oh, not, I, I'm already pretty heavily invested in the game through futures. Um, so probably not. The one, the dollar fifty one is probably a little bit short for me, so I'm not overly enthused about the prices that have been put up. Um, but uh, as I say, I could only be with the cats. Mug, you say the pressure will be more on Saturday, but as you know, the preliminary final is the harder game to win. So, in some respects, <laughs> the Swans might find this an easier outing. Where um, for those, there wouldn't be many listeners who are uneducated AFLI, but what can we expect from Geelong? in this game in terms of how they play and what can we expect from Sydney if you're unaware? Um, well, I think the Cats uh, the cats have been pretty open and honest to say that they're not going to go away from the way that they've been playing. So I, I think they're still going to be very direct. I think they're still going to be trying to move the ball as fast as possible. I think you will find that Dangerfield spends most of the time in the middle. They've managed him all year for this moment, you know, to absolutely go berserk. And I can see there's money coming for him in the norm. He was up around the eight, eight and a half nines uh, earlier in the week in some places. And now he's, he's trimming up by the day. So I think if you like Dangerfield, um, then you're probably better to, to get in early. So I can see him really, uh, you know, this this might be his last shot. He's been a, a great player. I think he's 32 years old. The Cats have been up for a long time. You just might not get this. I, I think he will be playing for his life on the weekend. Like he'll be just, yeah, I think he'll be, uh, he'll, have the, he'll have the suit on for sure. So I think Dangerfield, you watch, he'll be going berserk. Um, and um, there's Stengel too. Like I think, I think it's about eight games, eight, 10 games this year. Stingles kicked about three goals. So, um, so he could be another one that just really, uh, really gets off the, off the chain. Um, the Swans won't die wondering the pressure will be up. They'll be, uh, they'll be going absolutely flat. I think it'll be a great game. Uh, the Swans will be going hard as they possibly can, but without Reed up there, I just do worry about their structure. And we know that Geelong are so good in the air with De Koning, uh, Stewart, Young Guthrie starting to play some good footy now. I just think they might control the airways a little bit too much um, for, for the Swans um, down there. And Buse, uh, I think, will do a solid job on Papley when he rolls forward. Yeah, good analysis, uh, Mug. We'll come back to the some of the player stuff. But, Mother, go over to you quickly here. Have you got any views on this one? No, not at this stage. At $1.60, it would have been a bet, but uh, I've got it rated uh, the Cats at $1.55. So, yeah, at $1.51, yeah, no bet at the moment. I think I've missed the boat on that one. But, um, yeah, might be nice just to be a neutral, neutral support yeah. to this one anyway. I, I don't think it's going to bounce either. I think uh, we'll either be around that $1.50 mark or might even, you know, the weight of money even from the casuals potentially might even just keep pushing it down. Um, mm. But we'll see. Mug, we'll dive into some player stuff. Um, question without notice 
maybe for cheeky first goal scorer bets is anything <laughs> I, I, I must stage? admit I, I must admit I haven't even looked at the uh, the first goal scorer um so mate I, I I'd be just throwing names at you uh, from nowhere but uh but you'd have to you know the obvious names are, are names like Papley and Cameron and um and Stengel and those types so mate I'd, I'd have to do the work I haven't done the work on that one but um but yeah, happy, happy to talk to some other stuff. Yes, well, uh, one area I do know that uh, you've done a little bit of work is Norm Smith. So uh, the floor is yours, Mum. Well, I'll go. I'll go with the Statsman uh, first because the the Statsman has uh, put some. Um, yeah, and, and apologies to the listeners. We thought he was going to be here, the Statsman, but um, I don't know if he had one of those. Um, Bucks weekend style um, sort of weekends, Pope, but uh, he's he's called in sick today, so we, we couldn't uh, we couldn't raise him, uh, couldn't couldn't come in to take his glory for the Brownlow, but uh, we do have some um, some Norm Smith stuff from him. Um, let's have a look here. This might be uh, also interested to the listeners, uh, interesting to the uh, to the listeners. I had a uh, couple of text messages from the one and only logical first thing Sunday morning uh, when uh, I know he would have had a few sherbets on the weekend and he must have just been lying in his bed scrolling away at about 8.30 on a Sunday morning. And he said, Mug, have you had a look at the Norm Smith? And uh, I was like, oh, not yet. And he said, well, (laughs) you need to get some money on this uh, because Mitch Duncan is at $34 and that is a bet. So, uh, So get on it. Um, and Statsman also concurs with that one. So Mitch Duncan listeners, I think Toppy, Toppy is still one of the best in the market right now at 31. So uh, that's a bet, listeners. Get get there, Mitch Duncan. Uh, from memory, he was going pretty well in the uh, in the grand final uh, just a couple of years ago. And um, and off half back, he can slice and dice. Um, if the Swans uh, happen to get up, these are a couple of real big odds plays. Uh, Hickey at 80 plus and, uh, and McInerney at, uh, at 120s. So the stats manager just put those as, up as a couple of speckies as well. But Duncan, Hickey and McInerney uh, were the, uh, the, the ones uh, that he liked there as well. Uh, Pope, I've got my number at the moment. I've, I've, I've got 12 players written down and uh, okay, Mark, 12 players, please. You can't have 12 players for the Norm Smith, <laughs> but, um, but a few of them are, are decent odds. So you can, you can literally, if you, if you have a play around and just depending on your staking, you can sort of just arrange uh, these bets accordingly and, uh, and get a really good cover. So in the deeper end of the pool, uh, I like, well, we've spoken about Duncan already. Um, Toppy, you've got him up at 31. Isaac Smith, I think if Max Holmes misses, um, that might just bring Isaac into the game a little bit. And uh, he has been known to kick a big goal on grand final day. So Isaac Smith at 41s. Uh, Tui, not so much, but 51s. I think it's worth just a little tenner. Uh, Stengel, as I've mentioned, um, he's had a knack for kicking goals and kicking goals in, in pretty big games. So uh, 34, I think he's worth a specky. And uh and probably Blitzarves as well. You never know, grand final, if we lose the Ruckman early or something like that, all of a sudden he might just get thrust into a position um, where, he's, where he's really involved. I think at the 31, uh, it's, it's worth just a little 
tenor. And, and maybe for those people that aren't having a, a proper serious bet, you know, I've just listed what? One, two, three, four, five, six players, all above $30 there, you know, $60 outlay. You know, you got a, a, a 200, you know, 200 odd dollar collect, uh, depending on, on which, which number you, you get that, that might be a bit of, bit of fun for, for a couple of our, our listeners. Um, then in that medium sort of end of the pool um, or the middle of the pool, I should say, Guthrie, Stewart, Hawkins. And then I think the two uh, at the front end, uh, if you like them, um, they're not sort of uh, where I like to play on the Norm Smith on the, on the really top end guys, but uh, you might even just want to have some savers on these two uh, is uh, danger and JC, um, you know, Danger's the favorite. Uh, it's probably right. Um but, uh, but yeah, I'd probably just have savers on those two, to be honest, and then and then spec the rest. It's always enjoyable to track a few players too throughout the day. Yeah, that's you right. You know, and, in, in the one basket. And I, th- and I think, Pope, for a lot of our listeners, you know, the Norm Smith is about having a bit of fun and, and just enjoying the fact that you, a bit, bit like the Melbourne Cup, you know, just having 10 bucks on it just to, uh, just for the, the thrill of having a, a runner in the race. So, you know, I think, if you if you bet sensibly on those numbers, you can still have a, a runner in the race, not have that much outlay, and if your number comes up, well, you know you, you get a couple of hundred in the pocket, which which would, might be attractive for a few of our listeners. Just on the logical one there too, Mark. I'm, I'm reliably told that uh, he's been mentioned the Duncan tip on the Sports Entertainment Network in Sydney on multiple days already this week. So at this rate, he might have his own show by Saturday and that price will be well and truly gone. So I think he's looking for a comeback, Pope. He's, he's, he's trying to get back in. Feels like he's dipping his toe back in the water, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, boys, just to, uh, just while we're still talking props and so forth. So the stats man has got a bit of a, uh, bit of a heads up for the listeners. He really likes the unders in possessions in this game. And uh and I think he mentioned, um, just going back to the text here, guys. I like a lot of disposals at Toppy. Uh, would be hesitant to back anyone's overs. So that was the direct quote. I then challenged him to uh, come up with a couple of names, and he came up with these. So Stengel, Heaney, Hawkins, uh, he's potted my man, Isaac Smith, and Selwood Unders. So there's a little tip up for the listeners as well. You might even just want to mix and match uh, a few uh, different multis with those. You might even want to just go for what's he listed? One, two, three, four, five players there. You might want to put them in an all up, um, but you can have a little bit of a muck around uh, with some different combinations there as well. So some uh, disposals markets there for the listeners also. So, boys, I think that uh, just about wraps us up. Did you – I'll get tip from you, Pope. Grand final, AFL, uh, a tip from you? Yeah, Cats, for me, uh, all the learned judges seem to learn that way. I live in Victoria, so probably a bit more of an emotional connection to the Victorian side now as well, Mug. So, I'll take Geelong at the minus 12 and a half. And uh, Modler, I know your model um, is sort of spinning out a pretty even market at the moment, but uh, what is your heart of hearts telling you? In the uh, in the tipping competition at work, where are you putting your little tick next to uh, this week? Yeah, I think, yeah, if I was to go with my heart, I'd say Geelong, Geelong minus seems a, a good bet to me. I can just see it turning up and, and making a show of it. So, um, 
yeah, that's that's you know, if I was model free, that's where, where I'd be going. Yep, very good. Um, all right, boys. Well, uh, hey, just before we wrap up, charity charity bet uh, last week. Uh, so you boys got the job done with Parramatta, and uh, and we got um. 50% of our stake on Jeremy Cameron. So the train rolls on, boys. We, we had another collect uh, with the charity bet on the weekend. Um, I think we're a little bit split there. Or you you had on the NRL, uh, Modler, you had a pass on one of the games, I think. Yeah, I think the uh, – I was almost on para. Um, so happy to go with the Pope there if uh, – Seeing as he's got to lean on them, if we want to. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think there, Pope? How are we betting? Are we just going all out hundred on para, or is there a better way to uh, break that up? No, nah, that's just uh, Keith's philosophy on this one. Mug all in head to head para. I think this week, hundred on para, and uh, and I think uh, what we might do here uh, is oh the did I mention? I think I mentioned Atkins uh, before. Let's go. Let's go with a bit of flair here, boys. Let's go $25 Norm Smith medal on Duncan at a, uh, at a $31 shot. Let's go uh, $25 on Atkins at uh, $41. And let's just go out 50 uh, on the line uh, for the Cats at uh, 12 and a half. And uh, the cats win and one of those other ones comes up. She'll be happy days uh, for the charity. Uh, boys, we haven't spoken about it. We've obviously mentioned Toppy when we've spoken about our prices, but uh, but Toppy are our sponsor. They look after us. They look after the punters that bet with them. They've been doing it for over 30 years. Uh, Tristan, the boys, do a fantastic job. Great Australian bookie. And, uh, and as we've said, Pope, they love the turnover. There's plenty of markets available for this grand final weekend. So if you haven't done so already, get to topsport.com.au, download the app and get stuck into some good fun betting uh, this weekend. Boys, that's a wrap. Uh, we've gone through the NRL. We've gone through the big grand final with some normie and with some disposal bets. We've put up our charity number. Pope, can you sign us off? Okay, mate, just, just before we finish, a self-serving one. Congratulations to the two of you. This is our last AFL podcast. Obviously, we'll have a review next week, but the work yourself and the model have done this year has been exceptional. I've enjoyed listening to it on the other end, and the feedback that I receive is has been very positive from the two of you. So self-serving, but well done. It's been uh, a high-quality year from the two of you. Thank you very much, Pope, yes. and uh, we'll be uh, re- returning serve uh, for you <laughs> next week on the NRL. That's Modler. the reason I did it. But <laughs> anything to add there, Modler? No, yeah, it's uh, it's been a been a good year, AFL. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you twisted my arm at the start of the year to actually turn the model back on. So it's it's been a profitable year and, and good to talk about it too. And well, just on that before we uh, wrap up there, Modler, um, do you have a a pot there on the AFL model? I uh, haven't updated the last couple of weeks. Well, I have, but I haven't looked at the pot. But it, it'll be. Close to ten percent, I'd say, on yeah, the nice. line this year. So yeah. early doors, yeah. So it's been been coming along quite nicely, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well done, mate. That's uh, that's absolutely awesome. Um, all right, boys. Well, we might go for the sign off again. This time, I'll go to the modeler. Can you sign us off? Gamble responsibly, and more importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>